We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the Six Man Show on Orlando Magic Podcast with your hosts, Luke Sylvia and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic Basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You guys are back with the Six Man Show. Today is November 23rd, 2023. Happy freaking Thanksgiving. My name is Jonathan Osborne. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Luke Sylvia. Play the song, Luke. Play the mother-freaking song. The man doesn't have a shirt. Five Orlando wins in a row. Magic. Orlando Magic. <sighs> Orlando Magic. Oh. And, it, man, I don't... You know, this doesn't happen a lot. Actually, it's never happened ever that I have been shirtless on a podcast, but it felt right i don't know come tomorrow morning it might not feel right i might open this and i'm like oh my gosh i did the pod shirtless but i'm just blacked out right now it doesn't matter i'm high on vibes to be completely honest with you the orlando magic extended the win streak to five games we said it we did this a couple episodes ago it might have been a couple weeks ago at this point where we did a, uh, an episode where you gave the disclaimer this is basically just vibes like we this is not going to be huge on breakdown it's more just like atmosphere, what we felt, instant reactions. That's what this podcast is going to be for. I, I'm going to thoroughly enjoy us talking through this one. If we were not planning on recording tonight, this would have been like an emergency podcast. Yeah. With the performance that the Magic just displayed against the Denver Nuggets with the 124 to 119 win at home over the world champs, the Magic's second game. In as many nights, their sixth game in nine nights. They this could have been a trap game. The Magic have a huge one coming up on Friday against the Boston Celtics. The Magic just keep winning. We mentioned it's their fifth game in a row that they've won. Started last Wednesday in Chicago with a 96 to 94 win over the Bulls. Another one that Friday, 103 to 97 over the Bulls. The blowout on Sunday over the Indiana Pacers, 128 to 116. The blowout yesterday, Tuesday, versus the Toronto Raptors, 126 to 107. I promise we will talk about that game. But tonight, the Denver Nuggets, 124 to 119. All I could do after this game was go into my garage, Luke, and scream as loud as I possibly could. Amway, Jalen Suggs and, and Nikola Jokic or Nikola Jokic get into it with about you know three and some change, about four minutes to go, somewhere around that mark. Jalen Suggs is getting the entire arena on their feet. He thought that he was fouled. We've we ha- always have weird things happen with Jokic in the backcourt during these games. All of Amway, Luke, was on their feet like twenty minutes to the end of this game. The Magic. I talked about this in my little post game. The Magic, the last 10 years, three out of our last five games, the two against the Bulls, this one against the Nuggets, you lose this game 100 times out of 100 times, and the Magic just keep finding ways to win these games, Luke. It reminded me of earlier in the year where the game was tight against Dallas, right? And I say early in the year like we're not still early in the year, but going into that game... You were four and two. You go up against Dallas. 
and a few minutes left in the game, the game was relatively tight. I think even with like six minutes left, five minutes left, I can't really remember. But I do remember having the thought of if you go down the stretch and you are close to the same score as the Dallas Mavericks while they have Kyrie and Luka Doncic on the other side, you're probably going to lose. You have to win the minutes that don't involve them. It has to happen. And the Mavericks end up winning that game, right? They they end up winning that game by 15 points. The Magic fall to four and three. But in this one, it was different. It was different. It didn't matter that Jokic was on the other side of the ball. Now, that is not taking anything away from Jokic. But it didn't necessarily waver confidence for me down the stretch because this team and the fans were behind them. The team, it just completely night and day difference from what we're used to seeing through the TV at Amway. So for that to be the case, the magic to just continue to answer and fight back. I had a lot of confidence going down the stretch after that Jalen Suggs, Jokic thing. Like there was just a point where I was like, this team fired hang. up. Luke was it's, fired up in the group chat. Oh, that's Luke a fact. We dialed to 10. I was, I was all the way up to 10 and uh, we won't repeat the things I was saying in the group chat. I, I just was just, man, there's nothing like that when it's like just the, the, just the energy is electric. Like it's palpable in the arena. And when you know, like Jalen Suggs falls to the floor, he's getting under the skin of, of Nikola Jokic. Like, you know, that it is just, it is a great thing. It's an incredible thing because Jokic is so mad. It reminded me of like times 10 to what, what Pirtle had done to him in that Toronto game that we'll also briefly talk about. He was so mad. He couldn't, he could, they literally couldn't take it. And Jalen is just, I got you right where I want you. And then he's firing up the crowd like it's freaking third down on defense and the play, and they have to lay it all out on the field on defense. And Jalen is just getting everybody going like he's a freaking linebacker, bro. Just making eye contact with all the fans firing up. I could not believe what I was seeing. And man, like you said, we've waited so long for this. We have waited so long for this to be the case. And the magic of just like cemented the fact that this is going to be a very exciting season, man. I. I could not believe what I was seeing down the stretch tonight. This is not the same Orlando Magic. I, if you're not watching on YouTube, I'm I am emotional <laughs> right now. I have I have tears in my eyes. I know this is just a, a regular season game, man. But like we have waited so long for this. Like yeah. the Magic are like legit. Like I, these are tears of joy. By the way, <laughs> this is so stupid. I can't believe I'm doing this. The Magic have waited. We have waited so long for this the magic are having a moment like right now like you look mm -hmm. across the internet everybody is talking about the magic while you were talking luke i'm just looking through our twitter feed and yeah. like you name somebody at a national outlet everybody is talking about the orlando magic right now we have waited so long to have a team like this a team this good and the fact that they're such awesome human beings just makes this so much better we're 10 and 5. It's November. I'm in tears on our podcast. I cannot even begin to fathom what it will be like someday. This team in the playoffs having real success. Forget even winning a title. I will be completely beside myself. But we have just waited so long to get back to this point. This is the Magic's best start since 2011. We have mm -hmm. waited so long for this, guys. You Magic fans that have been riding with this team for the last decade. What we saw in Amway tonight, has we have not seen since Dwight was here. And man, like you, you blow out the Pacers, you blow out the Raptors. Second night of a back-to-back. -back, we said when the schedule came out, that Denver game is an absolute loss. Yeah, I was fully expecting a loss all day today, yeah. and I would have been fine with it. The Magic got down nine to start the fourth quarter, fought back, and I was like, okay, if this is the way this game goes and we end up losing, this is a loss that I can live with. But yeah. the fact that these guys got it done, Luke, yeah. that Dude. Franz, Paolo, Cole, Golga Batadze, Jalen Suggs, you name it, these guys came in and made plays, and we got this dub. 
Now we've got Boston coming to our building Friday. And if you win that game, you have basically done everything that you can to put yourself in a position to go to the knockout round of the in-season tournament. And we've got to hope that Toronto, look, if we don't move on, but we beat Boston on Friday, I can live with that, man. For sure. You started off the in-season tournament rough, whatever, on the road. But the way Mm -hmm. that this team has responded since that point, man, Boston should not even get on the plane, Luke. <laughs> My brother is here visiting for, for Thanksgiving, and I'm bringing him to the game on Friday. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're going with you, and we're going with Lauren. Mm-hmm. I've been telling my brother, he's been here for two days. I'm like, bro, he, he watched the game last night while I was in here doing the playback, and he, he watched the Magic you know, uh, you know, destroy the, the Raptors. And I said, dude, we beat Denver tomorrow. Friday is going to be an absolute madhouse. If you are going to be there Friday, you need to summon up some kind of spirit inside of you. The spirit that's in Orlando, baby. We need that place rocking. Screw 2019 playoffs, okay? This place needs to be rocking like it hasn't ever. This needs to be the loudest game in Magic history on Friday, Luke. I let me let me set the stage for what this is going to be like tomorrow morning when we wake up, Jonathan, on Thanksgiving. If any, if you as listeners are like me, and I know like Jonathan, you're going to wake up tomorrow. You're going to go through the box scores. You're going to look at the standings, and you're going to see where are my Orlando Magic, Jonathan. I will tell you right now when you wake up tomorrow, as the Sixers are down 16 to the Minnesota Timberwolves, as uh. Looking down here, the Bucks lost to the Celtics tonight. The Heat beat the uh, Cavs. Don't really care about that. The Magic will be tied in a four-way tie for second place in the Eastern Conference at 10-5 and five because, like I said, the Bucks lost. The Sixers are going to lose. They're down 16 right now to the T-Wolves with three minutes to go. The Orlando Magic, no matter how you cut it, are technically in second place in the East. You have gotten yourself off to really as great of a start as you could have hoped. Yes, there are games that could have gone different directions, but this team is in a groove now. As we know, they're in a rhythm. They've won five straight. Boston, I mean, they're they're 12-3, and three, and you get to have them come into your house on Friday and get the chance to to dethrone the Boston Celtics in that sense, take them off their high horse. They beat the Bucks. Listen, man, the Magic play the Raptors and they effectively blow them out. The Magic play the Pacers, they effectively blow them out. To just show you further, this isn't a fluke. The very next night after, or a couple nights later after the Pacers get beat by us and get dismantled, the Pacers put up 157 points against the Atlanta Hawks. They win that game. Toronto Raptors, they get beat by us on Tuesday night. Toronto Raptors tonight beat the Indiana Pacers 132 to 131. These aren't slouch basketball teams. Now, these aren't flukes either. I don't think that we should be at any point where we're like, this is a fluke of a win streak. You're without two of your starters. You just beat the defending champs without two of your starters. I don't care about Jamal Murray being out. You beat the defending champs on a back-to-back in an emotional game the night before against Toronto where the whole crowd is fired up, all the players are fired up, and you could still feel the energy one day later, even though those players, I'm sure, are exhausted because I'm exhausted and I was only watching the game. This team is for real. And, I, I mean, we just have to enjoy this while it's lasting, and I'm, I'm hoping it's an all-season affair, and this team is not giving me a reason to think it won't be. I just, I, I, I'm just genuinely like in disbelief. Like mm-hmm. this, ten, I would, I was totally expecting a loss. I would have been fine with a loss tonight. It would have been understandable to have a loss. You won four games in a row, second night of a back-to-back, world champs. The day before Thanksgiving, you got a massive game coming up on Friday, and like this team just, just found a way to win. Like I'm gonna just sort of go through the play-by-play here in the fourth quarter. Uh, you know, the, the magic unraveled like at the end of the first half. At the end of the third quarter, uh, with like two and a half minutes left, it was a tie game in the third. And within two minutes, the Magic were down by eight. Now they scored to end the third quarter, and it was a six-point game. But then Christian Brown comes right out 
beginning of the fourth quarter, hits a three, puts Denver up by nine. I'm like, man, if if we don't get something going here, you know, this could uh this this game really could get out of hand. We tie the game with nine minutes to go on a Jonathan uh, Jonathan Isaac made free throw, and that's when it was like, okay, tie game, nine minutes left. We got we need something special to happen. And, and like boy did it. Like Paolo Bancaro was fantastic. Franz Wagner, we'll talk about him in this game. He was fantastic. Cole Anthony had you know two or three massive shots, you know, uh, down the, the stretch in this game. Tied up with 209 to go. Magic hit the ball, and then Paolo hits a three to put the magic up three with 149 to go. I thought for sure that uh that they were going to find a way to to tie it up and they just never did. They were not going for threes, they were going for twos. They were scoring and then down like the last 20 seconds of the game it was really just a, a parade to the free throw line. Goga Batadze, man, shooting what was it 68% for mm-hmm. his career in this season so far goes to the line with 14 seconds left with the Magic up one makes them both Jokic comes down, makes a free throw. Jalen Suggs goes to the line with four seconds left, makes both free throws to put the Magic up three. Aaron Gordon tries to throw the ball the length of the floor. Franz Wagner with the steal. He gets fouled, makes both free throws. Magic win this game. Just absolutely unreal, man. Like Just such a, a great performance from this entire team. Like Winning this game, Like we are just on top of the world right now. I know a lot of Magic fans are too. The impressive part is that yet again, the Magic played their game in order to win. It wasn't like they had an out-of-body experience from the three-point line. In fact, the Denver Nuggets did that. They had shot almost 43% from three, while the Magic shoot really in line with their attempts per game. They shoot 29 threes in this one, and they shoot 34.5%. A very average three-point shooting game from this team and so just doing the things that you're used to doing, free throw line, they get to the free throw line, they shoot 30 free throws in this one, and they only missed four, 26 of 30. The Magic only turned the ball over 12 times. Yes, you don't turn the ball over, you don't get them to turn the ball over very much in this one, but it just didn't matter. You still were playing with that intensity. 60 points in the paint in this one. Defense and points in the paint has to be the identity of this team. We have well established that on the defensive end, that is the identity of this team. But the secondary point and the secondary emphasis has to be on points in the paint because you are not a great three-point shooting team. And they've seemed to have accepted that, thankfully. I mean, they, they didn't shoot that many threes last year. Just able to put it together with getting 60 points in the paint, keeping Denver out of the paint with the 44 points for them. Nine steals tonight, seven blocks at Denver's just two. Rebound battle was marginally close. They out-rebound you by one. I I can't say enough about this win. It just was a true-to-themselves win that was not fluky at all in the slightest. It never felt that way. And you mentioned Gogo Pataste just as an aside here. He goes to the free throw line. I was so mad that we passed the ball up to Goga and he didn't get rid of the ball in time that we even put him in that position to have to shoot those free throws. He was breathing heavy, stepping into the line. But I will say, Goga hits that first one. The first one's the worst one. You hit the first one, you have a good feeling about the second one. So after he hits that first one, I'm sure calmed his nerves to see it go through the basket. But I just didn't... He stepped to the basket and I just had this this calm feeling. And I was like, oh. Team is Goga's, different, man. Goga's Goga's just stone cold, and and he's not swayed by the moment. You talk, you heard him on the broadcast talking about it. Like apparently Goga was at halftime too, kind of chimed in to the the halftime speeches there. Jalen gave one, and then Goga gave one, and just essentially said like these are the defending champs. They're going to continue giving us their best shot. We cannot let up, not even for a second. And man, did they not let up even for a second. You had the stretch there where you go down into that fourth quarter. I won't lie to you. Going into that fourth quarter down, whatever, eight or nine, Denver on a roll. I was like, man, that sucks. It was a good game. You know, like these guys gave it all they could. I'm sure they're gassed. This fourth quarter is probably going to be pretty ugly. And the Magic outscored Denver 42 to 31 in that fourth quarter. And ironically, the second quarter, which has been the Magic's best quarter, Denver wins that one 34 to 28. 
Magic had been scoring 28, 28, 26 points in the three first three quarters, and then they explode, erupt for 42 in the fourth. That's a clutch basketball team. That's a confident basketball team. And it's a team that is just here to stay. And and that's all they were doing in this game was proving themselves. Time and time again, I could not be prouder. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Don- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina wine mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Really quickly, like we're going to talk about the box score for like two seconds here before we pivot. Franz Wagner, 27 points, 11 of 18 from the floor. Paolo Bancaro, 23 points, 8 of 14 from the floor, 4 of 5 from behind the arc. Cole Anthony, 20 points, 6 of 11 from the floor. Phenomenal game by those three guys, but we need to have a conversation about Franz Wagner. Mm. I don't think we were probably that far away from having to have a convert like an actual conversation about Franz Wagner this year. Not that he's like not good anymore or anything like that, but just like what is going on with Franz Wagner? Because so far to start the season through 14 games, he was averaging 18.4 points, five and a half rebounds, three assists, but shooting 42% from the floor and 28.9% from behind the arc. Franz Wagner through the, the first, you know, 14 games of this season, not every game, but overall ha- has had disappointed, right? Quite a few games. I, I, I found myself asking like, when is, when is Franz going to be like the Franz that we've grown accustomed to and the Franz that we saw like in the FIBA world cup this year. And there were a, a couple of games you know, out of the five that we lost that you would say like, Hey, like if Franz Wagner has a normal Franz Wagner night, like we probably win that game. Franz Wagner had three points at halftime and, and magic Twitter was not whispering about Franz. Like people were like, okay, like what is going on with Franz? We need Franz to step up. And Franz had given the circumstances. I, I want to say the best half of his NBA career, 24 points in the second half. He started the half by making 10 straight field goals, just made play after play down the stretch, especially in that third quarter when the Magic needed him. Without that second half performance, Luke, I don't think the Magic win this game. To me, like this is Franz Wagner's signature game of his entire career at this point. Um, Given the circumstances, give, how good yeah. we, the opponent was, Franz Wagner just fantastic. Just to add um, some facts to that, tonight was Franz's 
second most points and a half of his career. Like you said, 24 points in this one, 83% from the field, which is the most impressive part of it. His most ever was in December of 2021. He had 27 points and a half against the Milwaukee Bucks. The Magic go on to lose that game. So in terms of 10 of 12 in this half, I mean, that's half of his career. 83% for sure. And he goes down a one of two of three, three of three from the free throw line. I, Franz Wagner stepped up to the call tonight and got it done. The way that the jazz game was like a catapult for Paolo Bancaro to be like, oh no, I'm him. Rough start, so what? This is what I do. Mm -hmm. Franz Wagner, rough start, who cares? This is what you do. This is who you are. If, oh my gosh, man. If this is our, I don't even, I can't even call them Batman and Robin. If this is our Batman and Batman moving forward, (laughs) I can't believe I'm going to say this. We're going to see a magic title in our lifetime. Like if this is who these guys can be, they're still so young. This is Franz's third year. This is Paolo's second year. These kids are 21 and 22 years old, Luke. We've got four or five more years until these guys hit their prime. And these guys are already so freaking good. And I don't mean to make this about Paolo and Franz because you don't win this game without Cole Anthony for sure tonight, who was fantastic. Matched his season high with 20 points. And just made huge baskets in the fourth quarter, but man, this it, this it, we've been saying this. It like you and I, we do our best here, right? Like let let's be let's be for real. Are we basketball savants? No, we just love this team just as much as anybody that walks the face of this earth, and we do our absolute best doing what we're doing here. When you and our when you and I are right about things, it feels good because it doesn't always happen. You and I, brother, and Kevin, and people in our circle, and just like Magic fans everywhere, okay? We have been saying all offseason that this team was going to be different this year, that something was going to be different. And we are, we are there, man. Like the entire league sees it. There's no like discrediting it. There's no ignoring it at this point. Like I, I, I cannot believe what we are witnessing. Like it was rough to to start the year. Like we were, you know, winning games. The the second half were super frustrating, and there still is some of that lingering. But when they don't care, and they're just like, we haven't been great, but we're gonna find a way to win anyways, and they just keep doing it now. I I can't believe this is the this is our Orlando Magic. Now, here's just another shout out, really, because it's something that. One of the many things that I was just like I mentally noted, even physically noted throughout this game, Moritz Wagner, it's a conversation you and I have had. Next to the basket, it doesn't feel like he's going to miss. And there came a point tonight where he got the ball in the post and I found myself, like I stepped back and I was like, whoa, I don't, I'm not worried about how this ends. I trust that Moritz Wagner is going to make the right play, whether he's going to pass it out or he's going to go up with it. If he goes up with it, I have full confidence he's going to make it. Coming into tonight, Jonathan, in the restricted area, Moritz Wagner shooting 77% in the restricted area, 55 of 77, or 50 of 65, sorry. So he's shooting 76.9%. To give you more context, Jokic, 77 shots in the restricted area, so 12 more than him shooting 71% in the restricted area while Mo is shooting 77. Moritz Wagner is doing incredible things for this team that I know we talk about it and we like people joke about Moritz Wagner and just like, cause he's kind of memeable and just that he's like this, like it's just whatever, right? We know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But it's real with Moritz Wagner. His footwork is insane. It doesn't matter who's on him in the post. He's going to figure it out, whether it's just finessing with footwork or making the right read. But Moritz Wagner has been awesome. Jalen Suggs tonight, just another, just like off the head, like off the top note about him. I think it was, might've been um, for Denver. I think it was Reggie Jackson goes to shoot a three. Jalen bites on the pump fake. and just has so much discipline coming down that he doesn't, even foul him when he tries to jump again. He jumps again, gets out of the way, alters a shot. Reggie Jackson, just another aside about this team and like the intricacies that we don't talk enough about specifically. Most footwork, Jalen Suggs' discipline, 
and his ability, Jalen Suggs' ability to play with energy, but still with touch. And we go back to that Toronto game yesterday, Jonathan, where we saw it down the stretch. You and I were on playback, and we're like, okay, Jalen's got to chill a little bit. Near that end of that first half, he was in the corner, he lost the ball, and then he comes out in that second half just looking completely different. And he talked about it. like He was like, I centered myself. And I was like, I just like did whatever. He mentioned Arnie in that in that breath as well. Centered myself and went out and I played basketball. And he still had the same intensity. And it was just like he had that touch on that jumper, that kind of leaning jumper from I oh, guess, I right to left. Exactly. We all remember. And uh, but Jalen Suggs, man, just his ability to to bring himself back to center and focus and play with that energy, but also have the touch. This team is growing, and it's it's amazing to watch. I'm so proud of this team. I I feel I feel led to issue. Could be, we've given so much credit to these guys, but I still feel the need to issue them like an official apology. When Dell went out, and we were like, "This is why you need a backup center." We 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 talked for you know three or four minutes on should've that pod, out, like immediately. Should have went out and got one. I don't know that it, like an apology is necessary because I still think. At the time, with the evidence that we had, it, it was it was a fair point. Goga Batadze and Mo Wagner have have played beyond my wildest beliefs since Wendell Carter Jr. has has gone out, and now it's been how many games has it been? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like it's not a hot streak, folks. This is just what these guys are doing on a nightly basis, and they are filling in. Like you could not ask for more than what these guys are giving you. They have just buoyed this team with their play. Like you talk about next man up mentality. This is the essence of that. This is the picture perfect example of next man up. These you're right, bro. Mo Wagner gets the ball with two feet in the paint. I count it in my mind as an automatic bucket. Mm-hmm. You're not stopping this guy. It's just he's so crafty and shifty and just able to find a little bit of daylight and gets that angle around you and is finishing every single time. It's so impressive. And Goga just coming up with whether it's six assists the other night against Toronto or you know as good of, of defense as you could ask on Jokic. Jamal Mosley went away from Jonathan Isaac down the stretch in this game for Goga Batadze because that's how well he was playing Jokic. Jokic is still going to get his, but Goga was playing him just so well. I just felt uh, I had to give those guys shine for a couple of minutes. And like, we have to talk about the Toronto game at some point in this pod. So let's go ahead and, and do it now. We'll take a quick break from the, the magic gasm that we are having after this game. But the magic, they, they just blow out the Toronto Raptors 126 to 107. Jalen Suggs was the story for me in this game. 18.6 of 10 from the floor, three rebounds, four assists, two steals. But it was the beginning of the game. I have never in my life seen a single player playing with the energy, the focus, and the absolute intensity that Jalen Suggs was playing with in the first three minutes of this game against Toronto. Does it have anything to do with the way that Raptors fans has been have been talking about this man for the past three years? I think it probably does for the past two years and change. It definitely does. But this kid, like you're watching him literally foam at the mouth and spit all over himself (laughs) three minutes into that game after Franz hits that three early on. And I'm just like, this dude is not right in the head. And I absolutely freaking love this kid. I would die for Jalen Suggs. Like, we have we have been beating the Jalen Suggs drum now for so long. Magic fans know. But to the outside world talking about, oh, look at Jalen Suggs. He's not that great. He might be a bust or whatever. I can't believe the Magic were happy to draft him. And maybe that wasn't the right pick and so on and so forth. We have been telling everybody that would listen, no, this kid is a dog. This kid is special. He is a special elite defender. And man, the the passion that that kid plays with, it's something that you want your son to watch. Like this is how you play the game of basketball, and the offense is coming around. Like he, he's he's shooting the ball. He's like somewhere in the mid forties, I think. After this game, had another game tonight, shooting fifty percent uh, from the floor. 
and he's making the right decisions. He's getting to the rim at will. He's getting to the free throw line. Like Jalen Suggs is just an absolute dog. And we just owned the Raptors in this game. The Magic were, were just the, the better team. They, 23 t- turnovers by the Toronto Raptors. Magic took care of the basketball. They out-rebounded, out-assisted. Raptors shot the ball really well, but they turned the ball over so much, it absolutely did not matter. The Magic had 25 more shot attempts in this game. Offense, offensive rebounds, 15 for the Magic to Toronto's five. Like, was just an absolute, like, shellacking of Toronto, and it was awesome. Kenny Beecham of Through the Wire, King of the Fourth Quarter. Friend of the podcast. Friend of the pod. Um, he says it best when he was talking about Jalen Suggs. He does these. He's. I love when he kind of hones in on a player that he loves, and right now it is Jalen Suggs. But throughout the season, he's been like posting these moments with his commentary on X this whole season, and he posted one last night of Jalen Suggs, and it was the one that everybody by this point has seen. But he goes on in that video and he talks about, he says, you can't out heart heart. Oh, man. And Jalen Suggs has heart. heart. And that's what, like, now that the Magic are starting to win games, people are starting to pay attention. So they're like, oh, man, Jalen Suggs, wow, he really, like, he's getting that fired up about just the Toronto Raptors and whatever it was, whether it was the draft pick or that it's the in-season tournament. And Kenny was real quick. It could be the Erie Bayhawks. It doesn't matter. Jalen Suggs is, is still spitting in his beard. And Jet Holmgren shared uh you know like something to his Instagram story. He's like, Y'all should have seen this man at eight AM AAU games. This is what he does. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, and that's what yeah, Kenny was told somebody when they were just kind of discrediting what Jalen was doing, like, Oh, this Toronto games his championship. He was like, No, this is Jalen all the time. You've just not this been is watching. Jalen all the time. You've not been watching. And now, folks, pull up a chair because Jalen Suggs has now put you on notice. He knows he has your attention, and he's not going away anytime soon when it comes to that energy that he brings night in and night out. I cannot wait to see the energy that man brings on Friday against the Celtics for that last group play of the in-season tournament. There was a play in the second half, Jalen Suggs driving the the length of the floor, as he's just doing now. Like Jalen Suggs is just going coast-to-coast on a regular basis now. Mm-hmm. Think the and one was on Siakam, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and he he's screaming, "I'm a f- in star, mm-hmm. I'm a f- in star." Like for Jalen Suggs to have that level of confidence and to be that fired up, there is nothing that that man is not capable of. No, like the the play that he had, you know, he gets the ball in the corner, goes into his little dribble bag, and then hits the step back from the free throw line, and then the tongue comes out on the the way back, running down the other end of the floor. That play is going to be ingrained in my mind for the rest of my entire life. Luke's ready to get that that image tattooed on his butt cheeks, as he told that's me today. All my cheeks is what I said. All four of them. Well, that, that's, that's those your 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 hairy butt cheeks were included. <laughs> so, I man, Jaylen's I know they're like, hairy. You don't have to the, tell me. I know they're the, hairy. Well, you know what's understood doesn't need to be explained. But I listen. Jamal Mosley has kind of in talking about Jalen Suggs especially has talked about like he wants his guys and Jalen Suggs obviously is the star pupil of this he wants his guys to play themselves to exhaustion and Suggs embodies that he talked about it in the post game press conference last night I believe that Jalen had played himself to exhaustion actually asked for to be subbed out then he goes down and hits that a big three in that game against Toronto the kid just doesn't quit he never quits. He never will quit. We listen. This could be just this Jalen Suggs fan podcast for all I care for the for the rest of the season, for the rest of this time in a magic uniform. He is going to give you something to talk about every single night. He's awesome. Paolo Bancaro in that Toronto game drops 25, 10 of 20. He's a star. Five rebounds, three assists, one block, plus 14. Paolo Bancaro was doing it all last night. The game was a ton of fun. I cannot believe that I I can't believe what we're watching. I'm going to say this one more time, all right, because we've dealt with a lot of Raptors fans over the years. 
if somehow they find this video, which they probably will, this will probably end up on the Raptors subreddit. I don't, I don't know. Be Give sure me the, soak it in, boys. This is all for you. It. Yeah, maple syrup isn't even that good. <laughs> Give me the fourth pick in the 2021 NBA draft. I'm taking Jalen Suggs. Okay. Mm. Everything that I know now, give me Jalen Suggs and give me Franz Wagner from that draft. I do not care. Mm. People, yeah. people have been talking about this as well. You know, the Raptors that are, are trying to go through this rebuild, right, with all the, all the pieces that they've had, and look at the Magic blowing them out. And the Magic just fully committed to the, the rebuild and, and did what was necessary and have real direction. So Toronto, you can suck that and take that with you. Let's take a quick break. Let's talk about our wonderful patrons. So if you're not familiar with our, our patrons, they're awesome. They financially support our show. They help us do everything that we do here. Uh, like we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now with our, our patrons. So uh, we love you guys so much. Just like seriously, thank you guys for all the support. Thank you for the community that you all give us, uh, the, the love that you're always showing the show. Like it, it just means so much. Uh, part of our benefits with uh, our patrons, our Hall of Fame and Elite Tier patrons, we give them a special shout out on each and every show. So I'm going to go ahead and give them a special shout out. So we'll start with the court cousins, Drew Gooden, Armin, Carson Tulo, Jonathan Borges, Normal, Magic Player History, Gabe Gaines, Wiffle, Michael Martin, Jamel Miller, Michael Salapong, Donkey Punch, Dave, Palo and Franz's Warmth, Pierre A., Dylan Holden, Mr. Mikey, Eduardo Sanchez, congratulations, Mikey, Danimal, Dutto 15, Bobby Skinner, Goaty 93, Teddy Sylvia, Eric Lopez, Fuchsia, Bill Fulton, Edmund Lagone, Jose Esquilin, Kayla Pete, Cannibalism, Time Mr. TV, ESPN really sucks. Gear 95, Shred Jr., Bruce Hafreek, and Shahin 177, Bulby the Dawn, Himlo, Ben Himro, RM Prof 221, Ray Pastrana, Spanking Season, Soft Taco, Victor Cologne, Irish Magic Mike, Austin Lampy, Random Hustle, Only Franz Maria, Keith Walls, Fritz Currency Kev, Bruv Sal, Kaysen Green, Santi Leon, Kane Eckler to distract, Ahmad Timsa. A big shout out to our patrons. Y'all can find us if you want to join the Patreon at patreon.com slash the six man show. And while we're thanking people, Jonathan, I want to go ahead and thank Jam Hot Chicken for partnering with us this season. As you guys know, on Sundays, we've been doing the Jam Hot Jam of the Week. We're also shouting them out. Jam Hot Chicken is bringing Jam's culture and hot chicken to the heart of Winter Park, located 400 West New England Avenue, Suite 13 in Hannibal Square. The best, I promise you, the best chicken sandwich that you will ever put your lips on is Jam Hot Chicken in Winter Park. I don't care what you got to do. If you're visiting Central Florida for a Magic game, if you live in Central Florida, make the trek there. Go before a game. There, are, um, you can go. Uh, yeah, you can go before a game on Friday. I believe you might be able to squeeze going after. I think they're open till seven, maybe on, on Friday. Time. I might be squeezing in going Friday? before the game. Well, we'll see. I'm not sure, but um, I probably misspoke on how late they're open on Friday. Honestly. But Fridays are open until 7. I don't know about this week because it's Black Friday. I don't know if right. they're open normal hours. Regardless, look it up. Call the store. Whatever you want to do. Find out if they're going to be open because you need to be there. All chicken is hormone and antibiotic free. Made fresh and fried in 100% peanut oil. Find them on social media. That's where you'll find hours and stuff like that, especially for weird weeks like Thanksgiving week. At Jam Hot Chicken on social media online jamhotchickenfl.com to access the menu online ordering to pick it up music playlist all things jam hot you will not regret it tell them the guys at the six man show sent you whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance that's why i'm excited that unified healing is sponsoring podcasts on the blue wire network Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash blue wire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Talking about the, this Denver Nuggets game, Luke, we're, we're so far ahead of expectations. Like 10 and 5, that's you know 66% win percentage. 80 game, 82 game season, like that puts you like, you know, mid fifties, I think in, in terms of wins where we are right now, like obviously early in the season, like it, it, it sucked. Like you never fall you know, below, you know, 500, but it's like, you're winning a game, you're losing a game, you're winning two games, you're losing two games. And I was like, okay, so like, this is probably how it's going to be all season. Unfortunately, it's like, although we're not losing as much as we were last year, it might be like really frustrating to watch this team because like you play so good one night or you play so good in one half, you can't put like consecutive halves or consecutive performances together. I did not think that we would be sitting here at 10 and five. I gen- like genuinely did not. On pace for 54 wins, by the way. On pace for 54 wins. There you go. Luke. You've won five in a row. You just beat the world champs the second night of a back-to-back. You've blown out like teams that you were compared to all offseason. Are we shifting our expectations for this team? Are we, are we raising the expectations for this team now? We, we can be. We, we can, but there, I think that you just, we just need to approach lightly when we try to get like yes we are 10 and 5 we have we have 15 games under about we are on pace to really go to win 55 games so you'd be looking at you know a 55 and 27 record which is outrageous to say out loud that's at any point in the season that's what the magic are on pace for but we see this like we see young teams get off to a really hot start they're young they're hungry we've seen the jazz do it and they kind of toppled in the in the standings last year a little bit as well, a lot of it, right? They were like one of the best teams in the West for the first quarter of the season. So tamper expectations, maybe a little bit, I would say, but just cautiously optimistic is probably the best frame of mind right now. I am still thinking if we can do what I said that we, I think we can do and predicted before the season started, which was six seed. If we could do that, I'll still be very happy at the end of the day, that this team who missed the playoffs last year has had the last decade they've had can get past the play-in. Like they don't even have, they can completely avoid the play-in and get into that sixth spot. That is kind of my hope and expectation right now is that this team gets a six seed with how hot they have been to start the year. The season goes by fast. We're already 15 games in. It goes by like that in a snap. And I'm hoping that the next 15 games are as good as this one. Because if you can look at that, if you're essentially doubled up your 20 and 10 by game 30, you'll take that every day of the week. So just consistency. You can't afford long losing streaks. And the other reason that I'm cautiously optimistic and not like, oh, yeah, we're absolutely going to do this or do that and put like just labels on everything is because the Magic have a very tough stretch. What was it in the December and early January months? Is well, that, I mean, in, it's it's yeah, like late December and then the entire month yeah, of January. There, so the yeah, so you've got that coming around the corner. You've got to you've got to win these games right now. You got to put your foot on the gas, even if you drop this Boston game. You you need to win those next three: Charlotte, Washington, Washington. That gives you such a great leg up and affords you to lose those games against teams that you should that you should lose to um, or that you necessarily shouldn't be beating or aren't expected to beat. It's a long journey ahead. <laughs> this, if, if the Magic had a 65% win percentage and we were halfway through the season, it's a different conversation. But right now, I'm treading lightly and I'm hoping that this team just continues to go on. One thing that I will say is it's not like the Magic have just been playing a, a ton of terrible teams. Right. Like when you look like the Lakers playoff conversation, you know, last year, Dallas, Atlanta, Milwaukee, you know, Chicago, 
Indiana, Toronto, now Denver. Like it's it's not like the Magic have just been beating up on the Detroit's, Washington, Charlotte's, Houston, San Antonio's of the world. Like the Magic have had, uh, you know. Not, it has not been a favorable schedule. Schedule. It's been an unfavorable schedule so far. Mm-hmm. Talk to me in in about ten days. Yeah, like, the Magic have Boston, Charlotte, Washington, Washington, Brooklyn, December second. We beat Boston and, and and we're able to run the table there. And this ends up being like a you know ten game win streak. Luke, expectations are going to be out the window at that point for me. Temper expectations from where you are right now, maybe in your head, this hyped up after a big win, sure. But I, I feel like my expectations are slightly raised from where they were at the beginning of the season. Like I was at 43 wins. Right now I'm around like 45, 46 wins. That's, I think, where this team you know, can end up at this point. Mm-hmm. You talk to me you know, a week from now, and we end up with five, six, seven, eight. That would be nine straight wins. We're sitting. If we sit at nine straight wins with I, what I, which I believe would be the longest win streak in franchise history, screw your sixth seed. I'll be asking for the title. Okay, <laughs> that's that's where I will be. That's how irrationally excited I will be at that point. And Boston coming to town Friday, this team's got a real shot to do something special here, man. Like yeah. that that could be like a historic night in Amway. Maybe not like statistically historical when you look back at the history of the Magic and you look back at the start of this group that we know is special. We're going to be like, "Do you remember Paolo's second year when we beat Denver that second night of a back-to-back and the 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 crowd was on their feet for the first time in 10, 11, 12 years and then we had Boston come in on Black Friday and we smoked them and how crazy that place went like Friday night's got a well Friday afternoon has a chance to be like a really really significant and special day man I'm looking forward I, to it I don't want to get ahead of myself but do in terms it. of your shirts ahead, off what are we talking about that's true I we're winning the title I don't know what I'm saying no what I'm saying is you get through this stretch right there's a game I'm circling and we will I will talk us to it like we've said you've got Boston you've got Charlotte you've got Washington basically back-to-back there. Then you go Brooklyn, who is six and 6-8 right now. You want to get revenge on, on what happened before you caught fire. Brooklyn, the Cavs, who are 8-7 and seven right now, just lost to like, by like 30 to the Heat. You have the Celtics back-to-back. December 20th, though, the, the dirty, stinking Heat are 10-5 and five right now, the same as the Magic. If we're continuing on this crash course and the trajectory is looking the same, that game in Amway December 20th is going to be incredible. And I I cannot wait to see what happens because like I said, to that point, you're playing against teams that are pretty average aside from the Celtics. That's really the, the only incredible team that you're playing between now and that game against them because you play them back to back December 15th in Boston, December 17th, fly back home, get a couple days rest, you play them heat Wednesday, December 20th. This is going to be a really fun next 30 days because that takes you up to really 30 days from now. So what can the Magic do? Can they get it done? Do you get back Dell or Markel in that time? Who knows? That's another conversation. That is another conversation. I don't know that we need to have it tonight. Yeah. I'm not ready to have that conversation, but I don't think anybody. If you are, should, but if you're ready to have the conversation, I'm not mad at you. But right. I don't know that I'm ready to have that conversation. No, I think that bringing them back. I think we're not going to have this conversation. But I am saying this. I think it is. <laughs> we're not going to have the conversation. But let me say this part of the conversation I real think fast. It is irresponsible to think that this team just doesn't need them anymore. That is that, that is, is irresponsible. exactly where I'm at. Let's wait and let's see because let's see where you're where you're at once these guys get reintroduced in the lineup. They get ten games under their belt, back in the lineup. How's the team gelling at that point? All those kind of things. I think that you will find they will bring a lift to this team. I, I where I'm at is like I can't bring myself to think that Anthony Black is better than Markel and like this team. Maybe when like 
those guys come back, maybe like their their roles look a little bit different. Maybe Markel is not as on ball as he has been, you know, in 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 recent you know years, and you know maybe the way that he was to start the year. But like Anthony Black is not better for this team right now than Markel Fultz. Goga Batadze is not better for this team right now than Wendell. Like that's where I'm at. So yeah. let's we're not having the conversation. Just wanted to just wanted to mention it because people are 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 saying things you know out out there they are saying things hey last thing i want to say speaking of saying things can we get a little love for freaking joe ingles yeah joe's been fantastic joe's been awesome last two games he's six of seven from the field people were worried about him at the start of the season he's grooving a little bit one of two in that from three in that toronto game two of two tonight and um, he's also still dishing out dimes. Seven assists against Denver. Man, Joe Ingles a lot of fun. Seven assists, zero turnovers, by the way. Slow Joe. Plays at his pace. You're not going to speed him up. And finishes around the basket pretty well tonight, too. With that, that the ESPN just assist. updated their standings, Luke, and the Magic are the second seed in the Eastern Conference. Oh, they put us up there, huh? Is that like factored in with like tiebreaker stuff and all tiebreaker? Yeah. However, Magic are second in the Eastern Conference. We're almost to December. Incredible. Magic are here. Sensational. Sensational. Shout out to Future. Sensational. All right, a couple things uh, really quickly. Uh, Normally, we would talk about this at the beginning of the show, but uh, if you're at the game Friday, first of all, myself and Luke will be there. The the energy is going to be all time highs. We I need Magic fans to the first you know two minutes of that Raptors game. Jalen Suggs energy. I need you to manifest that and bring that to Amway. We need to be animals Friday night. Okay. After that game, Ben is going to be outside Amway. We'll be outside Amway. Six fan show after that game. Watch parties if you missed the last one last Friday against the Bulls. Our next one is coming up on December 15th when the Magic take on the Boston Celtics in Boston. But we will be at Castaways Sports Bar and Grill, 504 North Alafaya Trail. I know I said that wrong last episode. Uh, But we'll be there at 7.30. That game is going to tip off at 8 o'clock. And a quick shout-out to our friends over at Duvin. Uh, They're collaborating with the Orlando Magic again to bring another drop this drop will not be available online. It will only be available for purchase in person on November 30th from 4 to 10. The Duvin and Magic pop-up at the Yard on Ivanhoe. And then on December 1st at 7 p.m. when the Magic take on the Wizards at Amway, you can find the Duvin drop at the Magic Team Shop and the Team Shop on the concourse near Section 107. We have a pinned tweet on our Twitter right now or our X, whatever you want to call that, where you can get tickets to the pop-up event so please do not miss that, folks. This was just, this is like in all of the pods that we've ever recorded, this is some of the best vibes that we've ever had. Again, this was going to be an emergency podcast if we weren't already set to record. And we have Thanksgiving tomorrow. One hey, of my favorite holidays. I can't wait for it. Did you, uh, did you get to see at the end of the broadcast today, Franz and Paolo and Cole? And Cole with the Glenn Davis. Cole and Paolo are afraid of turkey or something. I don't know what was going yeah, on it's there. Weird. Well, I mean, but it's Franz, been sitting there for a few hours, by the way, as well. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, Paolo said he just doesn't eat turkey like that, which is interesting. I don't know what that what's behind that, but Franz Wagner bites into it. It wasn't quite Glenn Big Baby Davis bite, but I was proud of him for for stepping in there for a holiday that he doesn't really need to celebrate by any means. So and great um, sweet potato casserole take, by the way. What did you say? He had a great sweet potato casserole oh, take. He's wonderful. like, I, I'm not really from here. I don't really do Thanksgiving. He's like, but that sweet potato casserole you guys do, y'all got it right with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of fun. The broadcast was great tonight. Dante Marcatelli with the turkey on the table at the end with those guys was a lot of fun. Man. I'm going to go rewatch for- that fourth quarter like as soon as we're done doing this and watch all the postgame stuff because I missed a lot of that. Right after the turkey was done, I came in here to, to get ready. Right. Yeah, no, I'm going to get up out of here and uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. We got a little sweet potato casserole ourselves that we're bringing over to the uh, to the parents' house tomorrow. 
little bit of deviled eggs as well. Man, I am I am pumped out of my mind for Thanksgiving and this Magic team. Both great things. Just like not like life isn't any better than when the Magic are good and when the crowd is on their feet for twenty plus minutes at Amway rooting on our team. I I can't wait for Friday. Like Thanksgiving this year is like fantastic. Obviously, it's so great to be like with family and everything, and that's <laughs> going to be such a blessing. But all I'm going to be thinking about all day tomorrow is that game on Friday, man. I am so hyped for that. I don't know, like, because of the holiday, I don't know if people are going to be listening to this on right. Thursday or they'll be listening to this as like a get ready for Friday. Mm-hmm. Like 2.30 tip off, by the way. A little bit strange. But, man, I hope we come out with our freaking hair on fire. And if we destroy the Boston Celtics, man, that, that six-fan show is going to be all-time magic content. Yeah. Do me this it's, one favor, folks. If you're at the game... And that that game goes the way that we want it. We need a mob of people. Usually these six fan shows, like people sort of like trickle by and like we'll get one or two people at a time while other people are walking by and they'll shout out. No, like I want 30, 40 people deep around that camera. You go as crazy as you want. Don't break any laws. Just don't don't break, get us demonetized on YouTube. Don't break don't any hurt laws. Anybody. Don't break our equipment. Don't do anything don't, that. Don't you would, dare break Ben. I'm not going to say anything about that, but yeah, I just, what a, what a freaking game. What a freaking week as a magic fan. Just, this is so much fun right now. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for listening so much. Luke, do we have anything else that, that we need to to mention? I think we're, I think that's about it for this one. No, I think that's it. Go magic, baby. Magic beat the world champs five wins in a row let's make it six on friday let's never lose again let's just i think that that'd be great for everybody uh but that's going to do it for this one for luke sylvia didn't show his nipples really really appreciate that this is jonathan osborne you all have been listening to the six man show we will catch you guys next time see ya thanks for listening to the sixth man show be sure to subscribe on itunes and spotify to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It helps out the show a lot. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Six Man Show. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic! Ah!